three, and I tell you, in between the breaks, I'm trying to get some goss on what's going on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a bit of a, a, a bit of a streamlined version. But Laura will tell me nothing. You know, this is this is absolutely on the fly stuff, and uh, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to prepare, but I can't. I'm just answering the questions as I'm as I'm getting them, and that, I guess that's part of the fun. You know, we're calling this process Clear Eye for the Fuzzy Guy. And it's really really a, an online coaching or a recorded coaching calls format. And part three is all about the homework as it related to me deconstructing my 10 products. I've, had, I've got 10 products. I, I was really quite proud of myself when I looked at that. I've been productizing since about January 2013. Some of those have gone quite well. Some of them have failed miserably, and I'm sure that's pretty much a, a classic entrepreneurial story. I've pulled apart what I think went wrong and went right, right but I want to hear what you now think of this Word document and where you want me to take so before it. Before we get into the specifics of the document, I want you to tell me kind of what came up for you when you were going through this process. And and here's something that's a little bit interesting is I actually, I don't know if you completely realize it. I pointed it out a little bit more last week, but I've actually given you this homework assignment three times now. Yep. Yep. I, I, I heard you. <laughs> and you heard me this time and, and I wasn't going to beat you over the head with it, but I was going to keep leading you back to it. And there were some really deep emotional reasons why I did. So I want to hear from you what it felt like yeah. when you were going through this process. Hmm. Well, the reason why you gave it to me three times is because I, I, it wasn't a distraction. This was a completely different emotion. This was procrastination. Mm -hmm. This was, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. And, and the, the phrase I used last week, and I think this is really the essence of what this part's about. I need to own my disappointments. I need to own up to my disappointments. You know, there's a couple of things that went well and they were very pleasing. And there's a couple of things that failed miserably and they make me feel awful. And I don't like feeling awful. So whenever I think of those things, I get a little depressed. I mean, I get a little bit unhappy. So I've been avoiding it for that reason, but because you did ask me three times, you weren't very persistent, I figured, well, there must be something in this. I'll, I'll sit with it. And the emotions that came up was, oh, you know, I've got 10 products. Some of them went well. Some of them didn't. And, you know, it, 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 was, it was a combination of, you know, I'm pretty proud. I've, got, I've done 10 really substantial things in the last two years. I've got 10 substantial variations of my knowledge in various formats. I've been involved in video vault membership sites. I've been involved in ebooks. I've been involved in podcasts. I've, I've got videos out. I do coaching. I've got podcasts on SoundCloud. I've been on iTunes. And, I'm, and that part of me says, geez, you know, I've been busy. I've been doing good stuff. And that, gives me, that fills me full of pride and joy. And, and some of the other emotions were, okay. It's pretty cool. I've been interviewed in all these different countries and I've got all, you know, some physical documents to prove that I'm pretty awesome. But not many people are buying my stuff. And that pisses me off a bit. As I said, some of the products did go well, like Actors Tweet and, and others. And some of them I poured months of time into for no result. Absolutely miserable failures. And, and I guess that's why I didn't want to, I didn't really want to own that. I, I didn't want to stare it in the face and say, shit. That was a complete waste of time. What a dickhead of Did I. you see, by chance, any really what I would call 
I don't know, sort of a, a singular item or something that tied all of your disappointments together? Did you see anything where you could say, okay, all of these disappointments, all of the ones that weren't as successful as I had hoped for have this in mm. common? Yeah, and uh, people haven't seen this document, but basically the, the format was the, com- the, top- the topic itself, the, the one of, what it was that I had, was, was it a video, was it an e-book, was it a podcast, was it a, a membership site, what, what, what was it? The middle bit was what, the, what format was it, and then there was a comment. And I noticed that the things that went really, really well were, uh, were a good combination of the JVs coming together with powerful lists, connections, and sort of momentum. And some of the products that actually physically are quite lovely as products that didn't sell very well are combinations of maybe a a poor choice of JV partner. And that's a horrible thing to say. I mean, they're all lovely people. But as JVs, they weren't necessarily a good fit for me. Because they didn't have the marketing now. So, you know, my wife's been fascinated by this series because she says, you know, the thing that's missing with you, Keith, is you never seem to go for the person that has the skills that you don't have. You only tend to hang out with people that you like, that are like you. Major weakness in my strategy. I actually hang out with people that think like me. So we end up creating, I like Keith on steroids Mm -hmm. type products. So me on overdrive. And I, I don't tend to collectively uh, hang out with people that have a piece of the pie that I don't have. The marketing now, the list, the the discernment, the brutality to say, Keith, get back on track. You're off topic now. And that I think that's the overarching style, this idea that I tend to only, to only gravitate towards people that I personally like, which makes sense, but also that have similar skill sets to me. And some of these people even looked to me to make this product work. And I think that's possibly a a danger too, because we've got to hang together, not lean on each other. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's talk for a minute about some of those common points of failure, because my eyes evaluating it, um, probably a little bit different than what you came up with. Um, Mm. In every one of these, you were leaning towards affiliates. And usually it's, you know, one or two JV partners, um, but you seem to have products that basically rely on somebody else and their list. So let, let's use actor's tweet, right? One of the things that you mm-hmm. said was that you had a JV with an industry expert and that that JV had a very active list. But you only had one JV. And there are gazillions of actors and actresses out there. And there are all sorts of agents who need their actors and actresses to have better Mm. visibility. Mm. So agents could be an audience of people that you reach out to. There's all sorts of online forums where actors and actresses interact with each other to try and find new acting gigs. There are so many different areas that you could have touched, but you only went one layer deep. You only worked with the JV who had that active list. You had success, but then you let it die. You you didn't continue on breeding the success that you had already started. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, this is actually a very powerful story because going a bit deeper on that, and of course no one knows this, no one can know this, um, we actually did a bit of what you said. We actually found a really, really amazing person in Boston that started uh, Hollywood West, no, Hollywood East. I think she called it Hollywood East. So people, actors living in the east, eastern side, eastern states, non-California. I found someone in Australia who founded Hollywood South, people living you know, in the southern hemisphere but want to be actors or you know, are actors but want more work. And we did JVs with them. But they didn't have very powerful lists. They didn't have very engaged lists. They had big lists. They had big groups on Facebook, but not engaged, ready to buy, um, eager to pay you money. Okay, so that's a perfect segue into the next thing that I noticed that was consistent among this, is that you have minimal trust-building engagement built in. Now, if you look at the one that you had a lot of success with, if you look at Actors Tweet, you had several webinars to build momentum. Now, I read this as free webinars to get people to like you before they purchased. Is that accurate? Yeah, sign up for the okay. list. Yeah, sign up for, sign up for so the freebie. So one of the most powerful things that you can do is a webinar because webinars show people what your skill set is, they, it demonstrates the type of personality that, that you have so they know whether or not they can relate to you, whether or not they feel they can learn from you. It showcases your expertise in a way that they can take value from it. Um, I've done webinars before where I gave so much information and knowledge in the webinar that you would wonder how I could still have a paid course. But... Mm. The more information you give, there, there's never too much information that you can teach I, somebody. I totally agree. So you can have three, four, five different webinars. You can make these live or you can do them as evergreen. But you, you always should have a way that people can really get to know you. This is where we get into a strong autoresponder, a series of two, three, four webinars, whether they're shorter or longer, that might change how many you have. Follow up to that. There, There's a method to it. And that method isn't just about getting somebody to sleep with you on the first date. Yeah. I really love that you're coming back to that analogy, even though it sort of makes me cringe every time you say it. The point is that's mm -hmm. the truth. You know, you go to a bar, you meet a girl, you buy her a drink. Do you want to have sex mm -hmm. tonight? You know, it's not, this is not the way that business works. Okay, I'll buy you a drink. You're lovely. Do you want to go to the pictures next week? Or can I take you out for a meal? Uh, would you like to have a coffee when you've got a bit of free time? Hello? You know, I just want to know mm -hmm. who you are. Do you even mm -hmm. like me? And, and the question I really need to pull apart is do, because the webinars that I've been involved with are the one hour webinars, 45 minutes of content, sell on the first night. This is the webinar style that I'm used to. Are you saying that there's a deeper style and that is that you have three or four absolutely informational building uh, trust momentum thingies? No oh, selling. 100%. 100%. And they don't have to be hour long. Um, in fact, you and I worked on a project together where we had a, a incredibly powerful three-part series and the fourth video was the conversion. Mm, so, mm, you know, mm. there's and you can look at a lot of different people who launch products. It's it's pretty, you know, there's 
Ryan Dice and Jeff Walker and all these guys out there. And if yeah. you look at how they all do it, there's a really big commonality with the video component. Um, I have somebody that I follow just because of how brilliant and amazing he is with SEO. And one of the things that he does is he puts out these awesome seven-minute, really intensive SEO educational videos. Now, if you are already an absolute SEO whiz, these will make sense to you. If you're not, then he's got the perfect segue to go ahead and have you become part of his membership site. Is that Jim Stewart? And I'm not going to give you his name because then, again, you'll have another shiny penny. You promise you won't? Ah, yeah, yeah, you knew. You knew. That's what I was – that's the Waste first time thing going down do. that road. Yeah, it's – I can't have a You have all the knowledge already. You don't need to be signing up to another guy's list and watching more emails. It's the last thing you need. But I, I, love, what you, I love what you said there because a mate of mine here in Australia, Je- Jim Stewart, who's sort of like Jeff Bullis, mm-hmm. a guru in his field. He's in Melbourne. He's an SEO genius. What he does is he does these really short videos once a week, uh, and the premise is if you want to, you can do all of this yourself. You can do everything that I have taught you today yourself. But if you're the sort of guy, the sort of person, the sort of girl that doesn't want to change your own oil or mow your own lawn, and you know, you'd rather ship this out, well, we're right here. We're right here for you. And that's his – it's a really lovely teaser. Everything I've – said today is actionable by you. It's completely free. Go for it. But if this is just too hard, because SEO often is too hard, then I'm right here. Give me a call. Let's have a chat. And it's this lovely sort of combination of I'm here, I know my, I'm, I know my stuff, and here's some stuff for you to try today. But if you don't want to, I can do it for you. And just give me a call. And I, I love that. I just love that model, don't you? A hundred percent. It's it, – it allows you to showcase who you are, highlight your strengths, and give other people the opportunity to even know if they want to buy from you. 